it's stimulant for bloom. But uh, I think the ground is fertile for the cricket room dividers. This issue cannot be, you know, a sideshow. It must be consistent until the message is driven through. Because those who are trying to close the doors, they are going to be consistent. So they must know that they will be met with the same level of effort that they are going to exert in excluding black players. Uh, good evening, Robert Marawa. What a beautiful show. We watch it without fail all the time. Fantastic topic uh, and the right conversation, which is way, way overdue, but also at the right time right now. Uh, one of the things I've also noticed that has, has me wondering all the time is why some of our fellow South Africans of color cannot even afford to sing the national anthem. This is Marumaholo from the Northwest University. Thank you. Bye. Good evening, Prarab. I think it's for the, the best plan here because this topic is very touchy. I think the plan is to start is to start where the problem starts, you know. At 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 the early stage. I think at schools level, at the academy, not only when these players they are only at the senior level, such as big teams and and the proteas, you know. I think if we curb the problem while it's still at its root, then we might be able to fight this sort of discrimination. Yeah, it's, it's very, very painful, uh, Rob, to cancel, find ourselves into this kind of a, uh, of a mess. I mean, racism it's 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 a it's, it's a disease man it's a disease that we cannot all live with it i think uh it's high time that uh those who are in higher authority like your ministers they must intervene such is unacceptable unacceptable really yeah, this is cut from kivale good evening mr marao it's person you sent from the wall it said news already but it's like, what about in Europe? We're suffering racism here in Africa, our continent, our home. What about in Af in Europe? It's worse than here. All the best to your show, Mr. Marao. It's a it's a society sickness. I'm sorry. Thank you very much. Bye. Hi, Robert. Um, I'm a I'm a lady, and I I used to play provincial cricket, and. I mean, hearing all the, the stories that the gents go through, I'm not saying they had it much easier, but with the ladies, I mean, I played provincial, it was worse. Like, literally, like the racism is like in your face to do it. Coach would see it, management would see it, and they would not do nothing, nothing about it, you know? So it's, it's, it's tricky. It's, sure, it's hard to fight racism. It's, it's very complex. I robbed it's over in the Eastern Cape. Uh, it's clear with the interview that you just said that even if there could be thousands of black South Africans who could be good enough to play for the national team, only two would get selected for the national team. Thank you so much, Kenya Selemanyone, for the news. 0605842250. You know what? <laughs> all right, someone called for the cricket room dividers. I, I don't disagree with that at all. 
Um, and it's something that we will definitely consider bringing in. You would listen. Remember when we used to have all of these fights and hey, we were putting the then Minister of Sport, Freeland Balula, under pressure and uh, things were very tense because we were trying to push this whole issue around transformation. Now, when the Springboks, this is rugby, would go and lose, then the majority of the people that have the voice and have the media space would be like, yeah, look at your transformation. Hmm? That would be it. Now, rugby, with the most number of black players that we've ever seen playing and representing, went and won a rugby World Cup, including the captain. Did you hear anyone saying, ah, look at your transformation. They went and won the Rugby World Cup. Useless. Huh? How can I just win a Rugby World Cup? Useless, these ones. They went and won. And I'm so touched by the lady that called and said, you know what, she's played provincial cricket. And she says it is worse. And that is why I'm saying we're going to follow up on this topic. It, it, it really cannot be a once-off. Sunday Times, as well as Times Live sports writer, Kanyuso Joako, who joins us. It's been a while since we hosted him. Kanyuso, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Lugnut. I would imagine when you were trying to pen that story last week uh, with the two players, Buta Dipinard as well as Pat Simcox, what went through your mind? And were you in disbelief? Were you in shock? The fact that they were reiterating exactly what they had put out on social media? I think as journalists, we have a social responsibility to be objective. Um, we have to ask the questions, even if sometimes they clash with our conscience. And we have to make sure that in the event of when we engage with the said protagonist or antagonist, we have a duty to keep our line of work as professional as possible and do not engage in any sort of debate. You ask the question, you follow up, and you make sure that that said individual is accountable for their work, which is what I aim to do when I actually spoke to Pat Simcox and put a dip on our last week. Um, I was left very tired after that story. It took, it, it, it took me a good 15 minutes to listen and actually tell the story as, as it was. But again, I realized that as a journalist, I am a conveyor of a message. I have a duty to convey a message as accurately and as fairly as possible and making sure that I call to that person correctly to make sure that if they come and say, can you so? I didn't say this, but I said, but no, 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 no. I asked this question based on what you said and this is the answer that you gave me. So I had a civic duty and a professional duty, both of which I think I did to the best of my ability. Um, it left me very drained emotionally because um, to be honest, when you look at players like Patson Cox and your Buddha Dipinov, um, these are guys that we watched growing up and we weren't aware of um, the kind of political machinations that were at work um, for, for black and white players. I mean, I then wrote a subsequent column where I realized that Buddha Dipinov in particular and Astro Prince, Astro Prince is three weeks older, yet Astro Prince made his debut three years after after Buddha Dipinar did, and yet he went on to have a longer career. By the time Ashwell Prince made his test debut, Buddha Dipinar was 15 tests into his career, yet Buddha only went on to play 38. And as time would prove, that Ashwell was indeed the better player, um, even though even in his first, uh, um, Ashwell played his first eight test matches, 
He sat out, I think, two and a half years, and then he played against the Bob in 2005. He scored a century in that comeback test, and he didn't look back ever since, and became a permanent fixture in the national team. So, again, it raises the issue of what, what are the optics of selection? Do you look at a specific individual and say, this specific skin color needs to be groomed into the role? Or you get an example where you get um, one specific one player who looks the good at an early age, and you realize let's give this player a run. So I mean, when when you when I looked at, I didn't even go uh, go through the records because when you look at Patrick Cox's records at the time, one could mitigate and say he played in an era where fast bowling was dominant. But if you look at the line of spinners that the Africans produced, you realize that um, the two best spinners that the Africans produced in Paul Adams and Kishan Maharaj players of color, they're black. So it's clear that when they were given an opportunity, they thrived. And what, uh, and what, does, uh, and what does transformation seek to do? Give players an equal opportunity. It doesn't seek to replace black or white with black. And that is the biggest issue that um, I can, the word that I, I have is for granted. It's the biggest issue that for granted have. They look at transformation, they look at it as a famous reaction that if there are two equal players, there's a black player and a white player. The position of goes is a black player without kicking at the potential of the white player. But as transformation seeks to give black players an opportunity that they wouldn't have otherwise got in the previous dispensation. And what has become clear that when black players have been given an equal opportunity, they thrive. It's been seen in rugby. It's happening in cricket. And all that black clubs better seeks to explain is that we are not saying that other lives don't matter, but you need to understand that in a society as warped, as racially warped, as unequal as South African society, one needs to understand that the black life needs to come first. A black woman's life needs to be of utmost priority. The black life has been trampled on. It has been trampled on since 1652. It was trampled on when the Clay Grey Act was signed in 1894. It was trampled on... When the Land Act was signed in 1913, it was trampled on when the Group Areas Act was signed in 1951. The Bank Education Act, there's been a systemic and a legislated trampling of the black life in all its form. All that black life matter seeks to do is to try at least to make the black voice and the black life as equitable as the white life. Um, is, is, is that so difficult? Hmm. I mean, that's very powerful, well put out there. Let me bring so into this conversation. Uh, can you so ask you to stay on hold? Sbu uh, is a sports uh, 24 uh, senior sports writer. And uh, Sbu, let's dive straight into it. I know it's been a while. Good evening. Welcome to yeah. the show. Um, would, would you say that Mark Boucher's appointment was an improper appointment? I'll say the thanks for having me again, Rob. Um, good to hear from you. I hope you're keeping healthy and all the listeners are keeping well in this uncertain time. Uh, with regards to Mark Boucher's appointment, I'd definitely say that uh, there were inconsistencies um, with that appointment. I wouldn't go so far as to say it was improper because I don't know the actual process that went into it, but three days to, to make a decision, uh, a four-year term, being given to a coach in, in less than a week, um, having a former teammate as well as friend as, as being the key decision maker in your, in, in your employment. I mean, those are the things that would raise red flags if it, if it was me and you involved in that deal, mm-hmm. Robert. Um, 
But okay, these are these are some of the people that some of the things that people have flagged to say. Look, yes, it happened in December during a chaotic time, and yes, England were coming into the country, but that's that's implying uh, that England uh, could only be defeated if uh, a white coach took over or if Mark Boucher took over. And as we saw with the 3-1 defeat at home, uh, another defeat to England yet again um, was that the the Mark Boucher appointment didn't have the magic wand that they'd hoped it would. Um, in fact, the the, the team performed quite dismally during that series. It only really improved towards the the, the one day is at the end um, where they faced Australia. But that's besides the point. Uh, I don't think any uh, black coach, either African, colored, or Indian, would ever be appointed in, in a three-day space. I mean, Russell Domingo had to go through an an internship, I'll put it like that, where he was assistant to to Gary Kirsten for two years before he took over the job, even though uh, Russell Domingo Domingo, domestically, he was um, outstanding as a coach, as as Warriors coach. The same can be said with Ino Kungwe. Now he has to have his hand held by Mark Barcher before taking over the role. And if you think back to the... Announcement to come up voucher, Rob, was that mm. they said Enoch is still growing as a coach. They said Enoch is still developing a, as a coach. And we remember these terms back w- when Unity had started because they said uh, black cricketers were still developing, black cricketers were still growing, and they weren't ready, I'll put that in, in air quotes, to play international cricket and they've driven this false narrative into people that it's actually accepted as fact and it isn't true. Enoch Ngwe got three three tr- trophies out of an available four in his first year uh, as as coach at the Lions as well as at the Mzazi Super League as Josie Stars coach. That is an unbelievable turnaround, one that even Mark Boucher couldn't match. Yes, Boucher got five trophies at the Titans but he was a he, he, he was a great beneficiary of the, the, the financial muscle that the Titans have in, in signing the Proteus. And, and, you know, it's debatable whether he was the ba- best coach in the country if we're looking at pure results. There was Jeff Triano was wildly successful at the Lions as well before, before Ino Congress. So would Jeff have gotten a job in three days? I certainly don't think so. Did Enoch do anything to, to, to warrant being pushed down to being the assistant coach? I certainly don't think so because the trip to India is is a booby trap for any South African protest coach, let alone one who's just coming in. And the way they justified it was to say was was as if the England tour was going to be the magic needed the magic one for Mark Boucher, and that wasn't the case. So on those grounds, I'd say there were definitely inconsistencies uh, that favoured Mark Boucher in that appointment, Rob. Now, who oversees this process here? Yeah, because if the claim is that the job or the post uh, was not advertised and no interviews were held uh, before the, that announcement that came through on the 14th of December, uh, then who would be the right person to oversee this entire process who would be independent but also senior? 
Yeah, it must have been very senior. The board would have had to re- uh, ratify that decision. It would have definitely have to have gone up to the board, possibly even as far up as the members' council, although I'm not privy to the exact details. No, no, no. Uh, um, uh, thanks, Spools. Just very quickly, what, what, what I'm saying is that who now, today, would be the right person mm. to go back and oversee whether the right procedures were followed? Right, right. And if they were not, it, to then be it, able to make and take a right decision? It's definitely something that needs to be investigated. There is a current ongoing investigation. This needs to be put to the investigators, to the auditors. Because, Rob, remember, the auditors are auditing whether the right decisions were made by the board last year. And this has to be one of the things where the board is under scrutiny as to whether the right appointments were made. A four-year contract. Uh, given to a coach, uh, Gary Kirsten only got two, Russell Domingo only got two, and it was renewed after a performance appraisal. Otis Gibson only got two, and, and it wasn't renewed. So this needs to be investigated as part of the current ongoing investigation into the affairs of cricket because there's definite in- inconsistencies uh, towards that appointment, Gamak uh, Boucher. Uh, can you so know that you're still on the line? Let me bring you into this conversation as well. Um, from what you're reading and where we are going, is there any directive? I, I, I saw something that Graham had said, saying that as uh, Cricket South Africa, that they are obviously behind the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, I don't know to what extent that is. And maybe some of the former players, if they are open to that and have seen it and have read it and whatever the opinions are, where are we? What can you tell South Africans that cricket, the next time they walk onto, I don't know, whichever oval will be the first one that we walk onto, how will that reception be in the light of all of this? But obviously we're under COVID-19, so there might not be fans there. But where are we climate-wise? Well, I mean, one just needs to look at how the West Indies dealt with um, the Black Lives Matter movement. They said a little but the actions on, on Wednesday spoke louder than any words will ever will. Um, you reiterated what Michael Holding said, and um, for those who are quite new to Michael Holding's views on where he stands with race, um, it sounds like Michael Holding is, a, is, is an ardent uh, fan of, of Stuart Hall. Those who are great Stuart Hall's readings on representation will fully understand where Michael Holding comes from. Um, it's all about actions. Um, when it comes to race, when it comes to racial representation, I think as a country, we need to move from a point where we need to stop talking and start doing. We can't have a point where CSA did say, Glenford did say that um, there, will be some, uh, there, there, there could be some, some, something that could be done um, with the TTC game on Saturday, which will take place at Supersport Park. But now, with what the, with what Pat Simcox and, and different audits, Effectively, it's pushed them into a corner where CSA have to do something. And in them doing something, it will also have to force them to face the ghosts of their past, the ghosts of um, how they've dealt with transformation. I mean, Vernon Philander may have said what he said after his retirement, but at the end of the day, at the 2015 World Cup, ahead of the semi-final, he was at the center of a transformation storm where he yeah. was picked ahead of Kyle Abbott. And that was a very, very, very big story. So, again, and I think as the media, we need to have a long, hard look at ourselves and look at how we frame transformation. Do we frame transformation as replacing black with white? Are we part of the problem in, in terms of spreading the narrative that transformation dilutes um, the quality? Can 
transformation be mutually inclusive of performance. We've seen it rugby that black players can perform. We've seen it in particular. Makai and Tini was the first example. I mean, Adams and Makai and Tini were the first examples of black excellence in cricket. And they paved the way for many, for, for many to follow. But that the system below them allow for players to come through. I mean, it's just on top. For example, he's now an assistant coach within the protein. You remember what happened with him um, with the late person son in Sydney in 2002, where him and Jacques Rudolph were then found, found themselves in the center of a transformation of a transformation that's announced. So there has been a history that CSA needs to confront and that say that we have done black players wrong. But how do we now look at moving forward and treating them better without making it look like it's a numbers game? I mean, the term of a woman issue. Just ahead of the England series, was tone deafness at its best, where the former captain of the said, We don't see color. Um, that, left, that, that was one of the more peculiar statements you could ever get from a national team captain, where clearly, I don't know what place the first came from, but when you're a national team captain, um, regardless of your background, you need to be aware of the social, because the South Africans need to be able to read the room socially. You need to be able to read the room. From a racial perspective, you can't sit in the position and you say, I don't see color, and you're a South African national team captain. What's your feeling quickly, can you, so just on, on being able to challenge uh, Cricket of South Africa on the appointment of the uh, director of cricket of the SA coach ahead of Ungwe? Well, I mean, Chigelis has got it spot on. We remember that two weeks ago, Sunday Times wrote a story on how Cricket South Africa's board. Um, look to change the terms of reference of the investigation into the facility or Tabang Morwe, where they tried now that where the terms of where the terms of reference look at the actions of Tabang Morwe and the executive management instead of looking at the board. Whereas Jigelito rightly says that there's a board that appointed Tabang Morwe. There's a board that rectified the decision to appoint your claim slips, your mark vouchers. Surely they also need to be in the day that term of reference has to be broad in that it looks at them as an example. And remember that they are changing the terms of reference when the report mm. is said to be completed. Remember that Secretary President Christian Zani, on the 19th of June, at the Parliamentary Sports Committee meeting, I actually didn't listen in. He said the first part of the report should have been in on that day. It wasn't in. He said the full report should have been in on the 30th of June. As the media, we are still waiting for that report to come out. What's your homework moving forward, Spoo, from your side? Because when we next meet and we next have this conversation, uh, we need to bring something back to South Africans that is very clear and has a sense of direction. Well, I think the door has been opened uh, for everyone right now by these uh, very high-standing former professionals and current professionals uh, within cricket, your actual princes and your Makayanjini's, and Alviro Petersons and everyone that has put their name um, on that list, uh, Rob. And I must say mm. that it's not been an easy thing. I've just gotten a call from people in, in rugby that say they want to do the same thing, but they are mm. so scared because they, they, they want the limited jobs. Jobs are very, very limited. We've got about uh, an opening at UWC that was sadly left open by the passing of Chester Williams. And I can tell you there are national team coaches that have applied for that UWC job, which 
by any stretch of imagination should be beneath them, but the jobs are so limited that guys are scared to even speak out against the system. But this has reinvigorated a lot of people to come out and talk. Um, I'm, I'm told that Cricket South Africa is listening. I don't know what can be done about it, but this must not wait for authorities. The more voices that add are added to to the list of these 36 very brave uh, cricketing people. Um, Some of them still in jobs. Uh, Ashwell Prince is still the Cape Cobra's coach. Wandi Leguavu, Manila Mashimbi, Robin Peterson, Imran Khan. Those guys occupy franchise head coach roles. They've put their necks out on the chopping block uh, by putting their names on this list. And this is exactly what uh, cricket has needed uh, so that we don't come back out of this week crying about the same things. A firm stand Absolutely. needs to be taken. That, that, that's why a, just a, quickly, a guys, we, yeah, we, we are out of time. So what I'm saying is that I, as much as I understand Cricket South Africa is listening, and, and it's great that they are, is that the, the time of saying let's sit back and wait is, is, is probably over because at times those yeah. who were leading were misleading us. So now they, they, they need to be a different grouping that needs to lead it, on this front. They, they, and it's exactly They need what to be allowed to, to air out all these grievances. Everyone needs to be able to say, this is how I was treated. This is why I felt it was unfair. If they were racially abused, they need to say it. The time is now. The only, that's the only way uh, these, these uh, um, uh, issues will be aired and this laundry being exposed to the public so that something mm-hmm. tangible, Darob, is done. Not yeah. to say to send a press release saying, "Yeah, no, we support no, no, Black no, no, Lives no. Matter." There but must the be, there must be have engagement. Been printed. No, no, <laughs> we don't want T-shirts. No, there's, there's got to be. There's got to be. No, a, yeah, I, there I has you. to be something tangible. Okay, Baba, thank you so much. Boom Chigaliso, Sport24, senior sports writer. Kanyuso Chwaku as well, who is the Sunday Times as well as Times Live Sports writer. Thank you both, guys, for being with us. We are flat out of time, and it just shows how important this conversation is. Uh, we didn't even take a fraction of your voice notes. Uh, yeah, l- Let's see if we can't get it back as soon as we can, even uh, before the end of this week. I think that will be the best thing that we all can do.